From the Aleuts at Kizar to the glory days at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time, and there's going to be a lot of pressing news that's going to be coming out of training camp. Sure. One of the things we can talk about getting along the way, especially since Justin Skule got hurt, is who is going to be the swing tackle. And this one is very, very interesting because there's a lot of great options. Yeah, as the season swings into gear, then 49ers really need to figure out who that third tackle is going to be because that's a very important position because he could end up protecting the quarterback's blind side in the game. Very well could be the case. And look, you guys are going to have your names. I know this already. You're going to have the guys that you want to go with. I'm, I'm going to start with a curveball. Okay. I'm going to say it's Jalen Moore. Ooh. They, get you, they just drafted the guy. He was a tackle in college. I know a lot of people have been talking about and they kept saying over and over and over again, guard, 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 guard. But I don't think that's necessarily going to be the case. He's got tackle-like skills. He's been playing tackle for most of his career as a football player he didn't start us off as a tackle he started off as a d lineman then progressed into the offensive role and the offensive tackle mold he's a former basketball player he has the athleticism and the skills to be able to move laterally quick feet i think he can translate well to tackle he obviously translates better right now as a right tackle than a left tackle but he needs to develop is he ever going to be a lights out left tackle no but could he swing and play and back up on both sides he absolutely could um i know chapman had talked about potentially Colton McKivitz being that guy, but McKivitz has been playing a lot of guard for the 49ers. He has played some tackle. This guy could end up being the guy they drafted, hoping that he was going to eventually mold and become the swing tackle position if Justin Skill didn't develop. And now he may be getting his opportunity way earlier than he expected or anticipated. But Horst, who do you think it's going to be? Because just because I say something doesn't mean it's necessarily true. Definitely. Um, wow. <laughs> the... I think the best situation for the 49ers would be that Aaron Banks outplays Daniel Brunskill, takes the right guard job, and Brunskill becomes the swing tackle. I think for their team as a whole, that would be the best situation. Now, if that does not happen, I'm going to have to say that the swing tackle is going to be Sean Coleman. Oh. He's just got the most experience outside of Brunskill. Well, he's got more, around the same as Brunskill probably. But he's a veteran player. He's played and played well for the 49ers in that situation as a backup. Um, But like I said, I really think the better situation for the Niners would be Banks at right guard and Brunskill as the sixth lineman. But um, Banks has to beat Brunskill for that to happen. I think there's a lot of interesting possibilities. And, you know, we talked about Chapman, and he definitely brought up Colton McKivitz. And McKivitz is somebody that they're super high on. Um, when you're looking at all the options the 49ers have at tackle, uh, listen, listening to what Mike McDaniel said, he mentioned all these guys as possibilities, including Daniel Brunskill. Um, they're going to approach it that it's an open competition and the best player is going to win this job. So every single one of these guys has the opportunity to do it. And I think that Horst is right about Daniel Brunskill, that he could be a possibility. But I do think Colton McKivitz has the leg up right now. I think he was going to have to unseat Justin Skule. I think he was going to have to beat him out. But I do think they're very high on him. And the fact that they added Banks, uh, they're able to move McKivitz now. Before McKivitz was in there and he was the backup, and he was the one that was supposed to push and make sure everything went right. 
Um, Jalen Moore has the outside, you know, possibility because he, you know, is so green. You don't know how much he's developed. If he develops, maybe he has a shot. But I think McKivis is the one that ends up winning this job as a swing tackle because um, they were super high on him. They had a third-round grade on him coming out, and they think that he could have played left tackle for them, you know, this last year if they didn't get Trent Williams. So I think he's the guy that ends up getting it, but I could see any one of these guys winning because they all have a lot of great characteristics and great traits that make them very good football players. The Fortnite have done a very good job finding depth um, at all areas of the offensive line. No, I, I agree with you there. Um, and you know what? I, I'd like to dive a little deeper into this into this Daniel Brunskill situation. What do you guys think Banks would need to do? What does he need to show you? What, is he, what do you think he needs to show the training staff, the coaching staff, the line coach, in order to take that job from Brunskill? One, obviously, extremely good knowledge of the playbook. Um, two, that he needs to show at practice that he's ready for, you know, blitz pickup situations. That's what teams always do to rookie linemen is throw strange blitzes and stunts at them to see if they'll pick it up. Three, he's going to have to fa- be ready to face Aaron Donald. It's just the truth when you're in that division. Um, and outside of that, I really think he needs to show that he has the lateral agility both to reach block and to get up to backer in that offense. To make it simple, he needs to execute the offense better than Daniel Brunskill does. If he can make all the blocks and do everything that you need to do inside this offense and the game plan in which Kyle Shanahan wants to run and Mike McDaniel you know, has developed and they want to execute, then he will be the starting right guard. Um, he's big, he's physical, he's fast, he has all the attributes that you want from a starting right guard in the NFL. Um, he's somebody that has the capability um, to be a really good player in the NFL, a Pro Bowl caliber player. So he just has to go in there and beat Daniel Brunskill out. Brunskill has the advantage in the fact, like Horst said, he knows the offense and he understands it. But Banks is no slouch. He started for multiple years at Notre Dame. Uh, He doesn't miss football games. He has chemistry with uh, McGlinchey. So he has a lot of things going for him. But when it comes down to it, as long as his technique is on point and he can execute second-level blocks and do his job better than Daniel Brunskill, he'll be the starting right guard week one. If he can't, then it'll be Daniel Brunskill. Listen, I, I agree with what Horst has said there about especially blitz pickup. I think blitz pickup is the big thing. If he can show that he can pick up blitzes, especially complex blitzes in which they're sending multiple guys or stunts, very complex stunts, or, again, just trying to isolate him in space, right, put him in one-on-one situations in the pass game, I think that bodes well for him. Um, that probably puts him at least in the category of where they have to at least seriously consider bank starting day one. But the thing that's the icing on top of the cake, I think, for me, would be the second-level blocks. If he can show he can get up to second level, maneuver himself correctly in space, get the proper angles, attack. Uh, I don't think any of us have questions about his ability to where he's going to put his hands and hand placement. Um, he's a very big, strong, physical guy. His hand placement doesn't necessarily need to be spot on day one in order for him to get a guy in space and move him to where he wants to put him. It'll help him definitely for sure down the line, down the road. But if he can get himself in the right spot, get himself in the correct angles for leverage on these zone run blocks and things of that nature, It'll be really, really hard to make the argument that Daniel Brunskill needs to be the guy because if Franks can do the same things that Brunskill can do in the run game, we already know the phys- the physical physical aspect of the game. Banks has an edge on Brunskill. He's not going to get bullied and pushed around. So then it's just going to become down to, like Horst had pointed out and like you had talked about, Ant, can he figure out the other little things in the pass game that he needs to do to shore up the pass blocking, give Jimmy more time? Very well could be the case, and if Daniel Brunskill is your sixth lineman, you now have your sixth lineman being a bona fide starter in the league who you know can play at an elite level. I mean, really, do we think that that Brunskill is so much more athletic than Banks, though? 
I mean, I know we talk a lot about Banks getting to second level, but I'm not sure Brunskill is actually a better athlete than Banks is I don't currently think right now. I think he might be maybe maybe the better word is maybe he's got a little bit more lateral quickness. You think so? Maybe. I mean, I maybe. Mean, yeah, I don't. I, that, I'm I'm really asking the question because I don't see Brunskill being some sort of like legitimate athlete. Athlete, you know, moving side to side. I think he's good. I think he can do the role. But I, I don't think that that is going to be something that ultimately puts him over the top against Aaron Banks. Um, Banks is not going to give up ground. He's big and physical, so that means he's going to be better picking up blitzes because when you got a linebacker running you know, three yards at you, he's going to be able to stymie that guy, anchor down, and stop it. Um, the lateral quickness in the pass game against somebody like Aaron Donald, yes, that would be a real question. But picking up blitz, I don't think that that is as big of an issue from the physical nature. I think you're right as far as just mentally knowing where all the parts are going to be and all the moving parts, but he also has an all-pro caliber center sits, you know, next to him and Alex Mack mm-hmm. that he can take you know, full advantage of. So Alex is going to put him in the right position to be successful. And Banks is super smart, and he's playing with two, uh, um, next to two very good players. So I think Banks is, go- is going to push. I think this is going to be a real tight race that comes down to the end. Um, but I don't think there's any physical you know, ability that he doesn't possess to take this job. Agreed. Let us know what you think down below right now in this comment section. Who is the new swing tackle? Jalen Moore? Sean Coleman? Colt McKivitz? We want to hear from you. We, we need to know what you think. With Justin Skill going down, who is the new swing tackle going to be? Is it the guy that we just signed? Mr. Sion Calamente? Senio Calamente? Calamete? Name's hard to say. I don't, I don't know what, what else to do with it there. Other than that, as best I could do, I apologize, sir. You can lambast me in the comment section down below with the rest of chat who's letting us know who the new swing tackle is. And while you're down there, don't forget to like the video. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. Share the video with your friends. Let them know. Help us bump those numbers up. Get some zeros on there. Man, the Cutback crew has been out in full force, guys. We appreciate everyone that's here and all these great conversations that we get to have about the 49ers, all the great comments that we get. And this one is a very interesting topic because there are lots of options for the 49ers to choose. So who ultimately wins this job is going to be fun to watch and, and interesting to talk about. And I am curious what other people say. I know there's going to be a lot of people in the chat that are going to get into this. And I'm curious what they ultimately choose of which one of these guys and which argument that they preferred that we made. Or if even they go their own route and have somebody else that we're not thinking about. Yeah, this should definitely be one of the most intense and most watched battles at camp now. Absolutely. It is definitely up there. There's a lot of other great content still coming out and still coming your way. So make sure you're subscribed. And until next time, 49ers fans, you stay safe. Remember the right way. It's always the 49ers way.